You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You don't just live in your home. You live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. It's calm down this morning. Calm down. That should be the theme. Seven. Calm. <laughs> this morning. That's the worst thing someone can say. Calm down. The worst. Two things that like two unbad word bad words. Calm down calm and down. relax. Calm down. That's three. Calm down, right? That's but when Rema says it, is it okay? Well, Rema doesn't say it. They sing it. It's a song. Well, Selena like, says it technically. Well, whatever. The vibe in that song is so sad. I'm fine with it. But when someone says, "Hey, right," calm down. Like, yeah. oh, Ooh. really? Or relax? Relax. I don't know. Like, I almost rather be told to F off than relax. <laughs> no, that's worse. Is it? Yeah. I think so. I think any profanity or someone cussing at you is worse. I don't like to be I'm cussed so at. I'm so bothered by it. I don't like to be cussed at. Uh-uh. That's, that well, draws the yeah. line okay, for fine. me. Okay, fine. But still, those are bad. Those are, anyway, I don't know why that's. A cute little Henley today. Mm-hmm. What's a Henley? The shirt you're wearing. Oh, is that a proper name for? Is that just a collared shirt or button down? Yeah, I think it's a Henley. Looks like a Henley from here. I don't know what a Henley is, I don't so know I what cannot a is confirm either. or deny. But this is a sweater uh-huh. with a collar. Oh, do you have a collar? Okay, it's not yeah. a Henley. What is a Henley? Just What's so we can Henley? all be a on Henley this. A Henley is basically what you're wearing with like um, buttons down the top, so it goes like to your bottom, like right here, you know, bottom of like your four chest. buttons on yeah. top, okay. and then no collar. Imagine I can't see you. Describe it. It's buttons, like four buttons from the top and no collar. No, that definitely has a collar. All right. So a crew neck with buttons is a Henley? 
Yes, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. I buy those for Maxon all the time. <laughs> yeah, they're so cute. I love Henleys. Mm-hmm. <sighs> they look great on four and five year olds. <laughs> I'm trying to dress like a six year old. I like them on 45 year olds. <laughs> is Robbie 45? He's 44, but essentially, oh. yeah. When is his birthday? He just passed in February, remember? That's right. right. I, just him, I just sent him a gift for his birthday. Yeah, it was so sweet of you. Did you guys work your way through all that? Not all of it, but we worked. We took one of the bottles with us away for the weekend and drank it. Yum. Wine and cheese. Yeah. All right. What book are you reading, by the way, Tanya, right now? It's Jay Shetty's Eight Rules of Love. Oh, this guy's coming on today. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's well prepped. <laughs> yeah, I got my... No, I know about the Pyramid of Intimacy. Yeah, hey. yeah. We're going to talk about the Pyramid of Intimacy. Yeah. That's after 7 o'clock. I have been very excited about this. I didn't realize that you had the book in front of you. I have a signed copy of it. She's like a student. Yeah, I'm obsessed with Jay Shetty. I'm more of like that guy that wings it. Yeah, I'm a winger too. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know this guy's coming on. He's got eight rules about love. Uh-huh. I got some questions. Me We're too. on. Well, Let's can I, go. Can I tell you something? I went on his podcast and he was promoting my book and he was so he had things like this in the in my book he knew all about it he read it he asked me all these questions about it and I was like I left that interview just feeling so like in awe and just like so um grateful that he took the time to really digest it and so then you did the same thing <laughs> but you don't do it for everybody I must point out no, you, you really did it for don't. him because he did it to you no but I'm also it's I not doubt. like you didn't do that when who, who, what other, what other well, you, didn't do that for, you didn't do that for Kelly Ripa when she came in. With yeah, 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 and she probably knows that. But <laughs> let me, Kelly Ripa probably came bef- with the day her book came out, which I was not privy to an advanced reader's copy of her book. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I'm well. down with the authors now. If I respect somebody oh, and they write a the book. author's club. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair weather researcher. Hey. You didn't do it when James Patterson came on, did you? I didn't see note cards out in James Patterson's book <laughs> when he was on. Uh-huh. Was he on? He wasn't on? I don't think so. What about Michelle well, you should, Obama? Uh, you should read a James Patterson Michelle book. Michelle Obama. Oh, right, right, right. Read a James book in case he does come on. Okay, prepped. no problem. Uh, see, now we're in a good mood. Everybody's, everybody's <laughs> in a good mood. That's all it takes. A little coffee and a little chat. Uh, no rain. Um, do you see it where you are? No rain today. Partly sunny. Highs in the mid 60s as we go on. No rain until Sunday or Monday and then Tuesday and Wednesday. Man. So it's not, it's not, (laughs) it's not going away. But they're calling for it those days next week. Let me, I'm trying to think. Let's do this. I'm going to grab Cliff for a second. Cliff is calling us before seven o'clock. Can't make Cliff always pray trying to get out the door. So Cliff in LA, I was talking about this. A friend of mine was going through a, a breakup and uh, her friend said to take her mind off the breakup, she was sending her twerking videos. <laughs> I said, well, when your, your best friend goes through a breakup, like, what do you do? You call, you talk, do you go see them? Do you make them dinner? Do you take them out for ice cream? She's like, no, I send twerking videos. Everybody loves those. I mean, it's kind of funny. Is that how you get through a breakup? You would look at twerking videos? I would never think of it, but sure. Cliff, what do you do? So what we like to do is we'll take a friend and we'll say, hey, we're taking you to a special place. We can't tell you about it. We're going to blindfold you, put you in the back of the car, and we're going to drive you into downtown L.A. And so when we get there, it's typically like a really kind of, you know, iffy type building. And there's a club guy out front who's checking IDs and going, okay, well, who are you? Come on in. 
And when you get inside, it's Korean karaoke. And so it typically just, it creates a laugh. It's fun for them. And they're also like, where are we going? This is like this CD place where, you know, we're blindfolded and it's, you, know, you won't tell us where it's at. And then you get in there, just have a great time. You eat some Korean food, do some karaoke, and it's like gets their mind off the whole deal. I mean, that might make people want to go through a breakup. Uh-huh. That's, that's fun. <laughs> it's that's a blast. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're, so have you gone through a breakup and had something like this happen to you before? I have not. I'm one of my only friends, I think, that's been married for like 20 years. Oh, so you, yeah, guys, this is sport for you. Yeah, it's just, I'm the, I'm the guy that kind of helps out and gets them back in track and, you know, tells them, you know, relationships work and just hang in there and you'll find somebody else. I'm, I'm that kind of like the sport guy. <laughs> exactly. I, well, Cliff, we'll keep your number. Thanks for calling. Thank you. All right, buddy. That's great. I mean, karaoke's always fun. It, honestly, the way he described it, I'm in, it's not for me generally. It doesn't put me in that place generally. Really? Me too. I dodge karaoke invitations. What? Although Cliff sold it pretty well. I want to get going. So other tactics. You know, you can text this show to 41027. I hope we look at it all show. You know, like we were, tr- we're constantly trying to look at We do. Saying. Some people get shy and you don't want to call in and I get it. So just text. Yeah, text. So easy. 41027 right now. So other tactics. People say this in the 818 uh, for what to do for a friend when they're going through a breakup. Talk about all the reasons why he sucks. Oh, that's not See, good. that's tricky because if they get back together, yeah. then you're in a weird pickle. And odds are they are going to get back together, mm-hmm. at least for a second. Uh, another one, if my bestie went through a breakup, we're going to a kickboxing class. That's fun. From the Antelope Valley. If my friend is going through a breakup, we put our PJs on and listen to I Hate Men music and get drunk. I mean, that's fun. And then I set her up with a guy that takes her mind off of it all. That's great until maybe 36 hours later. That might all not end well. That's actually, I, I, that. that's what I've done in the past. It's a quick fix. It's a quick fix. It's a quick fix. Let's hope no one breaks up here. One, for the obvious reasons, and two, because no one wants staff twerking videos going around. <laughs> Don't need to see Tubbs moving his jujitsu hips. All right, guys, your morning hack is next. All right, so you will eat less if you dine with exactly this many people at the same time. I want to guess? You know the number? No, but if I would guess, maybe, I don't know, five? No, Tanya. Two. No, zero. What? Oh, that makes Eat alone. Sense. Eat alone. Yeah, it makes total sense. Here we go. I'm breaking down for you. Eat alone. Eat with zero people. You'll eat less. If you eat with other people, you'll eat at least 35% more. That's just one other person. 35% more because you're there, right? Mm-hmm. You're, there's more to it. Talking, hanging out. If you eat with seven or more people, which I rarely do, but if you do, you'll eat nearly double. Wow. So big families, be careful. Uh, I ate alone last night, and I did eat fast. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't much to it. I think I ate out of. I actually ordered soup and I ate it out of the container. Well, done. Twelve minutes. Yeah. I was like, I mean, if it was done. already in there. What are you going to board and double? It's actually not a bad idea. I mean, even if you're with somebody like you and Robbie, should just eat separately if you're counting calories. Because uh, you'll eat less than meat for TV after. <laughs> that is so unromantic. Yeah. Uh, no, but guys, see, this is why I'm happy I'm here. Yeah. You're missing the romance point. Totally missing. Enlighten us, please. Here I am. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and most Thursdays. They're not romantic. Right? So just make it unromantic so that the romance is so much sparklier. When you romance, so, see what I'm saying? Like if you have three days of de- like depriving romance, how great's that romance at the end of the week? I'm telling you, 
Ask Jay Shetty about it coming up. He's written this book about love. Write that down. I'll, I'll, I, Tubbs, write it down. You got nothing going on over there. What, what are you going to write down? Jay Shetty. No. <laughs> no, we got that part. Oh. You're supposed to write down the... If you're unromantic Monday through Wednesday, doesn't that make the romance on the weekend more sparkly? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like delaying gratification. No, I'm not asking you. I'm just saying, <laughs> can you write it down? I want to talk to Jay Shetty who wrote a book about love rules. Okay, got it. All right. Today's <laughs> quote. Life gets better. This is for your Thursday. Listen to this. Life gets better when you decide the bare minimum you've been offered is not what you deserve. Oof. Get the bare metal. Max out. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, thousands of LAUSD employees are expected to go on a three-day strike next week, leading to the closure of district schools. This is kind of a big deal. SEIU Local 99 representing some 30,000 cafeteria workers, bus drivers, custodians, special education assistants, and other workers announced the three-day strike will start on Tuesday. The Teachers Union United Teachers Teachers Los Angeles also plans to honor SEIU's actions by striking as well. The OC Board of Supervisors voted to approve a proposal that will ban TikTok from all of the county's government-issued devices and equipment. The vote to approve the ban was unanimous. It prohibits downloading, viewing, or using TikTok on any county device or equipment except as necessary for law enforcement purposes. And the lights at Dodger Stadium will be shining brighter this upcoming season after the Los Angeles Dodgers made some upgrades to the stadium's lighting system. The team released a video demonstration of the new vibrant light system. Dodger fans will have their first chance to see the new lights in action during the regular season when the MLB season kicks off on March 30th. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, guys, if you are a romantic or you want to be a good one or you just want to hear us talk about it, then stay where you are. It's 102.7 KISS FM. Can we bring in Jay Shetty? Bring in Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty, author of Eight Rules of Love, available now. Listen to his podcast. It's called On Purpose. Wherever you get your podcast, has beautiful eyes. Wow, your eyes are magic. <laughs> yeah, I just looked really up are. to see him. That's <laughs> uh, the first time I've seen you, the color of your eyes like that. Uh, New York Times bestselling author, Eight Rules of Love. Jay, thank you for writing a manual. I have a lot of questions. How are you? Uh, I'm really well. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to see you all. What color are your eyes? Uh, I'll let you decide. I, I have no idea. They're blue? I've been, I've been, uh, they're blue <laughs> I've been told they change, change color depending on what I'm wearing, so I have no idea. Well, you're, you're not wearing much in there, blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so eight rules of love. Just give us the framing of, of what the intent of this book is. So the intent is that I think so many of us have amazing professional lives, but often our personal lives are struggling, usually because of a lack of love or knowing how to share it, give it and receive it. Or on the flip side, people who are struggling in their professional lives, when they have love at home, they're able to take more risks, they're able to switch. And I found that people who had love in their lives, who were able to find love, keep love, were able to live healthier, happier lives. And so I tried to write a book that would help people find love, help people keep love, and help people let go of love no matter how they lose it so that we could take care of the most important thing that we experience uh, in this human life. Michaela, you're still single and dating in LA, right? I am, yes. Okay, you might want to listen to this. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, okay, good. So let's talk about that. 
Uh, Michaela is in the initial stages of dating, meeting people, first dating. You have any guidance? Because it seems like they go more in the direction of not well than well. No one's fault, but they just don't click. Yeah, I think first of all, I'm going to say is that dating's awkward and uncomfortable, right? It's it's yeah, not it's easy worst. and it's not meant to be. Yeah, exactly. It's tough. And I think we have this fairy tale version of what the ideal date looks like or what the ideal person looks like. And it's good to just get rid of those and go, okay, this is going to be awkward and uncomfortable. And, and that's okay. I'm going to sit in that. I think the next thing is try and meet people as quick as possible. I think we spend far too many hours, far too many days, far too many weeks just messaging and trying to figure someone out online and trying to be like, oh, do I like them? Is there a spark? And I'm like, you're pretty much never going to know. And I think getting to a date as quick as possible. And by the way, if someone's not open to doing that, that's a good sign that this isn't going to turn into something real. And the third thing I'd say, which is probably the hardest one of all, is I think when relationships start as an interview, they end in a rejection. And I think dating often feels like an interview where everyone puts forward the best version of themselves and the perfect version of themselves. And I think you're a lot better off putting forward the most authentic version of yourself and seeing how someone responds to that. Because hopefully if they're the right person, they're gonna show you their authentic vulnerable side. And if they're not, you've already quickly figured out whether there's a match or not. So. I often say that you attract what you use to impress. And I think a lot of us use parts of ourselves to impress people when actually we want to attract people through our authenticity. Jay Shetty is with us. I love this stuff. The book is called Eight Rules of Love. And I'm fascinated. So I, I want to understand the, right? I grew up, we had the food pyramid. I think that went away, but we had the food pyramid. And you looked at in that pyramid, the right amount of things to have in your diet. I think they've changed that since, but you have the intimacy pyramid that you talk about. I want to build the right intimacy pyramid. So what is that? What, how's that look? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that, brought up the food pyramid. I, I remember that too. I, <laughs> I think it's really interesting because I think a lot of us think like, oh, when you meet someone, everything's new, everything's fresh, there's lots of excitement. And what we're really experiencing is stress and excitement at the same time. And that's what we call the spark, stress and excitement. Uh, excitement of, oh my God, they're so hot. And then the stress of, do they think I'm hot? Or the excitement of, I just got their number or the stress of, uh, are they gonna message me, right? So we're feeling excitement and stress. And as you spend more time with someone, both of those start to go down because the stress goes down because you feel more comfortable with them. And the excitement goes down because now nothing's new. It feels old. And so the intimacy pyramid is designed to keep the excitement up always. You don't want stress to remain in a relationship, but we do want that excitement and freshness to remain. So entertainment is at the bottom of the pyramid. What I mean by that is watching TV together. Nothing wrong with it. It's great, but there's so much more we can do together. One up from that is experiences. When you go out and do a new experience that neither of you know a lot about, it can be a much better way to now actually debrief and go, wait, what was that like for you? How did you respond to that? It could be watching a new show you've never watched. It could be going to the theater. It could be uh, going to a new part of town that you've never visited before. Above that is something called experiments. These are my favorite personally. Uh, I, it's things like escape rooms. It's uh, a sport that neither of you know how to play. It's a cooking class if both of you are not great in the kitchen. It's doing something where both of you are beginners. We're used to doing something where one of the partners is the expert or knows their way around. You want to do something where neither of you have a clue. That's great. I love that. A new part of your partner, right? You can't just 
you will never learn something new if you only see them do old things. Like we see our partners wash up, we see our partners do the laundry, we see our partner do the dishes. That's not going to create that spark again. And then the highest is engagement. Can we actually go and serve together? Can we go and help uh, at a homeless shelter? Can we go and help at a soup kitchen? Uh, and education together is phenomenal too. When you're learning together, maybe you're reading the same book, listening to the same podcast. Maybe you're doing a course together. There's so many other ways to connect beyond entertainment. And I encourage people to go out there and try that. But clueless activities, yeah. like activities where you're both dumb. You just don't yes, know yes. how to do any of it. Then you can fumble your way through it yeah. with a sense of humor. Uh, Jay Shetty is here. Jay's book, Eight Rules of Love. Tanya proudly has it uh, earmarked with several post-its inside. <laughs> Tanya, um, you're the best. <laughs> no, you're the best. I I found I find so many nuggets in this book and your previous book but i just find there's so much stuff like we can learn so much about our partners and like by learning the fighting styles like i discovered i fight a certain way and robbie fights a certain way and it's like finding the compromise in the different ways that we argue and i just find you to be so enlightening and just wonderful and actually we went to jay's show at the youtube theater last week and you mentioned these questions that you ask, like the 36 getting to know you questions. And we brought them out on our date night and asked them to each other and like learned new things about each other after three and a half years of dating. And I was like, wow, it's just like nice. It works. It, it works. works. I love it. Um, I love it. Yeah. Notice how Tanya's yeah. hogged the book sent to the show that we have not gotten our hands on yet. <laughs> I'll um, send hey, you Jay, another one. I'll send you another one. Jay, I, I'm, we have to get a break here, but I want to invite you back tomorrow because we have some more questions. Sisney, <laughs> Tubbs. Tomorrow, yes. I'm being serious, just after 7 o'clock tomorrow, Jay Shetty is back, Eight Rules of Love. Maybe Tanya will share the book with us overnight right. on a group text. The fighting and, styles uh, is very, very uh, let's, We'll talk yeah, about that, I want to talk about the fighting styles because yeah, I bicker a lot with my husband. And See, this is so good. Sometimes I yeah. find it like endearing, and it, I find it like almost like a release. So I am, yeah. interested, I am very interested in the fighting styles. So let's All pick right. up on that tomorrow. Jay, Absolutely. we'll see you tomorrow. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. I think the question here is this is interesting. I want to talk about this because everything is TikTok, talk, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about TikTok. It's in the news. Um, regulators talking about shutting it down, right? Because mm -hmm. of uh, it being possibly a spy source for our data overseas. Exactly. So you, you can break it down, then I have a question about it. But let's go. Well, I don't even know if I have the answer for you. But yeah, it feels like every day there's a new rumor about TikTok being banned here in the U.S. Uh, but I think when it comes down to it, banning TikTok isn't as simple as flipping a switch and deleting the app from everyone's phone. It's a major political decision that balances national security with freedom of speech. Right. Um, the big issue is what is the relationship between TikTok and the Chinese government? So... That, and you have the answer. <laughs> uh, no. The question that a lot of people have is, do they have users info? So if you ask TikTok, the company is going to tell you it has not and would not give U.S. user data to the Chinese government. But TikTok is owned by ByteDance, a company based in Beijing, China. So TikTok has been working hard to convince everyone that it has protections in place that wall off U.S. user data from ByteDance and by extension, the Chinese government. So they're saying, I mean, that's supposed to, we're supposed to just believe them? Like at this point, right? 
And one academic study found that TikTok does not have data collection practices that are more of a threat than any other social media site, which is not very comforting either. not soothing it in itself. I know. So will it get banned? That is the big question. And it actually has been banned on government devices in some states and some universities' Wi-Fi systems. That may tell you something. What? If it's banned on government devices, I mean, that may tell you something. They know more than we know. Now, listen, here's the thing. So all your information from your phone, all your photos, whatever, if that could be taken and used by uh, unapproved parties, would you be fine with that? Yeah. Tiffany? I mean, I don't have anything on my phone that's like riveting. So you'd be fine. Could you sure. live without TikTok? What if they shut it down? Could you live without TikTok? I think life I would could. go on. I could, yes. I, 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 I wouldn't could like to, but... but why, can, you, why can't another app be created right, that's exactly. similar? Why can't something with uh, the same kind of software... And we just, we basically get, have it with Instagram Who's our Reels. social media? Hey, David Alvarez, don't you know a bunch about social media? Isn't that your wheelhouse? Yeah, that's, that's me. Just so couldn't another app do the same thing TikTok does? Yeah, I mean, Instagram's already doing it, too, so they just take over. They have it with Reels. Right, so if it right. goes away, it's your Reels. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm I not like sweating too. It. Me, too. Yeah, you're right. Are you sweating? You get up every morning sweating this? No, no. I could, I could live without TikTok. Yeah, but he's... What are you, Generation Y? I'm millennial. Is that what's that? Why you say it like that? Because I feel like you think I'm Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're the same as me. That. Uh, what's a millennial? <laughs> no, you're not a millennial though. What am I? You're you're like a boomer. No, boomer. My parents are boomers. I'm Gen X, millennial. Gen X. Yeah. What are you, Ruby and Michaela? What are you, Michaela, in the back room? I'm a millennial. I'm millennial. I thought you were a Gen Z as well. Can I have a Gen Z, please? Mariana's a Gen Z. Mariana, Gen Z. Come here, Mariana, Gen Z. She's the one that... Colette is back here right now. She's Gen Z That's Colette. Colette. Whoever's close. I'm close. Hello, I'm Gen Z. That's what a Gen Z sounds like. She's like, I'm Gen Z. (laughs) So I thought Alvarez, listen to him, he sounds like a Gen Z or listen. Wait, what? There you go, sounds just like a Gen Z. (laughs) So Colette, could you live without TikTok? Uh, currently right now, no. And <laughs> listen, I know everyone's like Instagram reels, but Instagram reels are basically just TikTok reposted. So if there's no TikTok to repost, like, what are we going to do? Right, but you could know? you breathe if you had to use reels? <sighs> it's not the same. I, it's not the same. It's, it's not. Literally, but... like, people okay, will, like, I'm send me reels. I'm talking to the Zers. <laughs> That's so funny. People will send me reels, and I'm like, I saw this on TikTok, like, six months ago. Like, <laughs> so that's sort of the vibe. That's really those funny. Those outdated people. The, <laughs> the Xers, the Gen Xers. The millennials. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hard right. being the youngest person in the office, guys. I mean, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. It used to be me. It used to be all of us, Ryan. Yeah. It used to be me. Yeah. I mean, it's not that much to laugh at, but it used to be me. I was going to say, Ruby laughed really hard at that. <laughs> yes, she did. Yeah. Ruby, that was like a guttural return. Oh, man. Well, bottom line, uh, it doesn't look like it's right, going to get banned anytime soon. So TikTok away, scroll away. I think we can all... Calm down. Calm oh, down. no, don't say calm don't down. Say calm down. down. Relax. Okay, relax. relax. Calm down. It's time for Ryan's Roses. Several times a week here, 102.7 KISS FM. So listen to this, Tanya Sisney. Dear Ryan and Sisney, I, I grabbed my husband's phone to go Google something quickly and saw something that made my stomach drop. 
That's the worst feeling. Mm. When you think you found something and your just gut turns upside down. So on the search page, it says shared with you. And then under that, it said from Tara or Tara. Is it Tara or Tara? T-A-R-A. It depends on the person. Yeah. All right. One of the two. I know a Tara. And I know a Tara. Okay. Well, then we're covered. Mm -hmm. um, and the link was for a site that sells really raunchy, raunchy lingerie. Ew. So I think he saw how stunned I was when he came in the room and grabbed his phone. I checked it again yesterday. Oh, and now he's got a password on it, passcode. All right, so Diana, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. I, I mean, that feeling you had in your stomach, I can only imagine that just, that punch in the gut, right? It's just so weird, yeah. I mean, we've never really been careful about our phones and we just like set them down or whatever. Like it's, I wasn't like even like looking for something. I was snooping, you know, and I was just looking something up. And when I saw this link, I just like my like heart, like I was just like, I sank. I was. Do <laughs> you do you know who Tara or Tara is? No, I, I just I have no idea. I've like sort of like looked through his Instagram friends and like. I've sort of like looked on his email just to see if I can like find anything and I haven't really been able to find anything. So I don't know. All right. So I just want to make sure I understand it. Sissy and Tanya film, you know, feel free to fill me in if I've got this wrong. But so you think Tara, Tara was telling him to go buy lingerie at this place. Yeah. So it came in as this like, like shared link basically. And it was like from Tara and it's like shared with you, and then it was just this like really launchy, raunchy like lingerie. Like so, basically, if someone texts you a link, and then you click on it, it brings it up in your web browser or whatever. It'll mm -hmm. tell you on the top who sent, it, who to sent you. it to you. So it'll be like shared from Tanya or Got shared it. from Ryan. But do we, we don't know who she is. Like for all we know, I mean, not that this would be appropriate it's for an assistant. Rep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if yeah. it is? Like, what if he's buying what if it's it for, for you? you? Hmm. I mean, that's the thing. I, I just don't know. Like, things have been really great between us lately. Like, we did this little weekend in Palm Springs a few weeks ago, and we, you know, we have a two year old, and she's really sweet. But we've really been trying to like stay connected during this time. So, like, I just. It feels so weird, but like things have been going well. So I don't like, I don't want to like mess it up if it's not. Diana, this could go okay, actually. I mean, Sisney, you have a good point. Like if this, if this shared link came from a sales rep or somebody where he, her husband is trying to buy her, she calls it raunchy lingerie and her name is Tara, then it all sort of checks out. But basically Diana found a shared link from a woman named Tara in his phone and it was a link to buy lingerie, and then next day his phone's locked. But like it wasn't locked. Now it's locked. That's the tricky part: is that he did get kind of sketch afterwards and locked his phone. The lock sketches a little bit, but well, let's see if we can find trying out. Trying to make it a secret or a surprise. If it's a surprise, he may be locking you out for the surprise. Maybe the, maybe one of you know the twelve days of Christmas or something. Maybe. Right? So, do you have a birthday um, coming up or an anniversary? Not really. No. Mm. All right, Diane. I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call. And then his name, your husband's name, on KISS FM. Go ahead. Yeah, Ryan, you have my permission to call on KISS FM. All right, we're going to do that now. Stay very quiet. Let's see what we can find out. Okay? Let's see what we can find out and see if he mentions Tara or, or anybody else in this call or you sending him the roses, right? Uh, Sisney's going to do that now. Be very quiet, and here we go. Good luck.
Hi, can I speak to Joel, please? Yes, it's he. Hi, Joel. My name is Ellie. I'm calling from the Fancy Florist. How are you doing this morning? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get out the door here. Uh, I'm oh, late well, for work. This will just take two uh, seconds. We're actually we're on the corner of Mission Drive in Rosemead, uh, catty corner of like the in and out new to the area, and we're offering local residents a promotion of free dozen red roses. They are free. You can send them to anybody that you'd like. Um, is there anybody that you'd want to send free flowers to? Um, hmm. Yeah, yeah, babe, babe, you want free flowers? Okay, so so how does this work? I just need the name of the person you want to send them to. We can start there. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'd like to send them to Tara. Okay. And what would you like to put on the note? Uh, I, I just like to say that uh, your your wish is, is my command. Your wish uh, you need- is, my, is my command. Joel, it's Ryan Seacrest. Your voice is being broadcast on the radio right now. Who's Tara? <laughs> Joel, what? stay oh. on the line for us. Just need a couple of answers here. You've just sent roses to Tara. Your wish is my command was the card. What's going on with you and Tara? Why would you say that on a card? I, I, I got to go. I'm sorry. No, no, Bye. Joel. No, just you really know, shouldn't go. You shouldn't go because your wife Diana's on the phone, yeah. and she has found the link of you buying lingerie for Tara. Tara's asking for it. You're going to get it. You're sending her roses. And now you're saying, your wish is my command. So you're cheating on your wife, Diana. She now knows it. Tell her what's going on. Come clean, bro. You guys got me. There's nothing I can say. Okay. Well, Well, then then explain to your your wife what's happening. Diana, please say hello. Diana. Hi. What is going on? I got nothing. I mean, you're you're great and all, but I don't know. I'm terrible. You're great and all. This is your wife, right? This is your wife, Diana. You're great and all. I, you got nothing. You got no no reason. You, you guys got me. I, really? We got you. Do you have any sort of emotion here? I'm still in shock. Is this real, you guys? Are you cheating with Tara? Answer yes or no. I am. Okay. For how long? It's just been a couple weeks now. And how come you don't care? You have zero care in your body. Right. I mean, I care, but I mean, you guys caught me off guard here. I don't even know what to say. I I shouldn't have just, I shouldn't have answered the phone. My God. But you're, you're so happy go lucky about all of it. You've got a wife and a toddler on the phone and you just don't care, respect, or think about their feelings or, or, or what this might do for them. And to them? Well, I kind of like to keep things separate, you know what I mean? So Keep things separate? Joel, are you a, like, what is going on with you? <laughs> Diane, do you, really, Diane, yeah. do you want to say anything to your husband? <laughs> I'm, like, stunned right now. I, I'm stunned. He left this morning for a breakfast meeting at 5.30 a.m., and this is, I'm finding out that this is what's actually going on. I... I don't even, whoa. Joel, do you have any sort of feelings for your wife? No, I love my wife, but I'm, I'm just saying sometimes, you know, you just, it's just, uh, you can't eat steak every day, you know? Oh, oh. my gosh. Janet, is this truly your husband? Like, this is the guy. This is the guy. You... I just, I'm like, sorry, I'm kind of freaking out. Um, this is insane. <laughs> 
right, Joel, I'm gonna hang up on you. Diana, it's just us. I've just let him go. I've just closed that line. Thank you. Uh, I don't. I I really don't have any words to understand how I'm processing how he's how his his reaction is, right? It's, like almost with a smile on his face. It's very very bizarre, and maybe just like putting him on the spot. But I just, that was not what I was expecting to have happen right now. I mean, he's acting like, okay, yeah, I admitted to it. Yeah, I'm doing it, but whatever, right? Like a couple weeks and I love you. I mean, that's, I, what's your reaction to that? I mean, I just, I think I have a lot to think about right now because, wow. I knew something was up and like, if this is just the weirdest confirmation of that. It's very clear that something is happening. Nothing's up. It's happening. So you yeah, should yeah. think about it long and hard and how you want to deal with this for the long term, considering everything that's on your plate. And Diana, thank you for reaching out. Good luck. This was the most casual reaction as if I'm doing nothing wrong. This guy Joel had that I've heard in a long time, if at all. Joel and Diana married. Joel is buying raunchy lingerie for Tara. Mm -hmm. He sends the red roses to Tara. Tara's not his wife. Diana's his wife. And then when we ask him if he's had an affair, he's like, yeah, you caught me. It's only been two weeks. I'd like to have my cake and eat it, too. What's the big deal? Basically, that's what he said with his wife on the line, mm -hmm. as yeah. if this is going to be standard operating procedure. And he's got a toddler and they're married. And he acts like, yeah, he says he actually says he's like, you're great. I'm not. He said, he said, I can't eat steak every day. Yeah. So he's. Having an affair with another woman. Ew. 1-800-520-1027. But it was the carelessness in his reaction that was the worst. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, like, you are you having an affair, but how about feeling a little remorse, nah. guilt, bad nah. responsibility? Nah. None. Zero. Nah, Psychopathic. You caught, you caught me. Psychopathic. What a weirdo. Julia, good morning in Whittier. You heard that. What, what, what did you get out of it? Hey, yeah. I mean, <laughs> obviously he's totally busted um i can't believe that like she was in the next room and he's like hey babe like do you want free flowers but like so that was just like oh my god but also like she didn't like the wife didn't really seem to care that much either like i would have been ripping his face off through the phone and she just was kind of like i don't know maybe she was just in total shock but, yeah, these two should have never gone on a second date, let alone get married, let alone have a children, like a child. So, like, yeah, it's, it's, that's just a it's, it's frighteningly bizarre. So you're Diana. You, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's the most difficult move, but how do you let this guy come back into your life and your kid's life when he treats you with zero respect and takes no responsibility? Like, zero violation without responsibility that is so cowardly mm -hmm. so i mean he was like laughing about it just in, i know it's just i know insane. i know it's almost i'm trying to think to my like are you for real dude all right julian yeah. thank you very much for coming on thank you for listening to us thank you guys have a great day oh lower back pain from that call lower back pain on air on air with ryan seacrest did we ever find out? You brought me that trending report the other day. Does Harry Styles have a Finsta? Was it ever authenticated? Oh, yes. Wait, he did. He brought it up um, on stage at one of his shows. 
Um, but he didn't say Finsta. He basically acknowledged like, oh, and sometimes you accidentally post a picture and delete it on your Instagram. But he didn't mention if he had a Finsta. All right. There's a bonus report. Now let's get to this training report. So he said, when people have kids, a lot of people like to judge you on how you actually parent those kids. And if you don't have kids, people like to judge you for not having kids. Is that right? It, totally. It's okay. like when people have kids, they are so judged, especially online, on how they parent their kids. And then people who don't have kids are always judged because they chose not to have kids. So, Sissini, you deal with the judgment. I, you know, and I, and I got it a lot, especially when the twins were babies. I think people were trying to be nice or helpful. You know, like the car seats were in, their, their straps were not properly adjusted correctly or you're doing the bottles are wrong or whatever it is you know there's always something and you're just judged and i get it on the other side i was literally at dinner over the weekend and someone said to me we need little ryan's oh my goodness right and i was like we don't need them now and it's like they're trying to be cute and funny but you're like but it's also they're trying to push some agenda onto you they're projecting onto you and it's like but what if you don't want that? And that's your prerogative. It really revs me up. Well, Seth Rogen is standing up for the dinks of our society. Double income, no kids. Double income, no kids. I love that term. <laughs> and that, and it's actually his his choice not to have kids. He says that it has helped him succeed like in his career. He said, some people want kids. Some people don't want kids. Honestly, you are just told you go through life, you get married, you have kids. That's what happens. And me and my wife, neither of us were like that. And he said, the older we get, the more happy and reaffirmed that we are with our choice. And I love that Seth is talking about this because I do feel like people judge if you don't have a kid by a certain age. Um, but why does everybody need to be a parent? And so we're made to feel like something is missing or lacking in our lives. And when in reality, it's just it's not a one shoe fits all type of situation. And I think that uh, I know another a friend of mine that chose not to have kids, her and her husband, and they're very, very happy with their lives. But it's like the judgment is constant on them. Like, why are you not? You should. You should. You should. It's going to make your life so much better. And it's just like, can we live? Can you just can can we all just live our lives? Well, and then I get, well, what are you going to leave behind? I mean, you, you got to. I can't believe you, people you, say this to you. To my face. And people I don't know, by the way. Well, people I know and people I don't know. Like strangers will say, and people I don't know. Oh, no, just the other day, someone said it when that's, they were leaving from the interview. I remember, like, when are you getting married? Who said that? Oh, Teresa. Teresa. Teresa Judice. Yes. Yeah. I, I, was, just I, I was about to come over for pasta until I was like, wait a minute. What am I? What? Yeah. what? It didn't work out so well for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? It didn't, right? No, well, yeah. she just remarried, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, fine. Okay, then. By the way, if you are divorced, <laughs> you should not be campaigning for me to I get know. married. I know. I know. But I actually don't care. That's what's funny. I don't know why. Maybe I, there's something wrong with me that I don't care when she's honestly when she says that or someone goes I into mean, the judgment thing about kids. I actually don't care. It's always fascinating to hear that like which thing they'll bring up or say or or why. But it doesn't really get me. Like I do not leave or get to bed in uh, at night thinking about it. Really? Yeah. It doesn't like. Even Are you judging me for not thinking one about iota? <laughs> I don't know. I think also with our, with our jobs, we have thick skin. I do at least. So mm. maybe it's different. I don't really have thick skin. Oh, really? I have very thin skin. But I still don't let it bother me because I don't know. I have that. I, I have a piece about it. Like if I decide to do it or if it happens, but whatever. Right. Right. Like, right. But it's not where I, th- I, p- I don't put pressure on myself. 
Yeah. I don't know, it's interesting. Sometimes I feel like people just think they have to say something, and that's just the first thing that comes to their <laughs> well, mind. Well, how about have a nice day? I right. understand, but they, that's just the conversation they think they need or to bring like, up. Someone told me when I was pregnant heart? with the twins, they were like, someone's always going to say, say something that's inappropriate. And so they, when I was pregnant with the twins, they're like, oh, that's going to be double trouble or like, it's going to be right. not a lot of work. Right. And it's just, right. and they, it, you know, it's going to rub yeah. you the wrong way, but just let it go. It's just people don't <laughs> understand that it's rude. <laughs> just, you know, it is By the way, is. please don't ever ask me, how's your heart? Like, that is the <laughs> most uncomfortable conversation to have in I, passing. Some of my friends have actually told me they love when I how's ask that. How's your heart? Stick to those people with that question. <laughs> how's your heart? Yeah. I mean, Tubbs, how's your heart this morning? Uh, I think it's okay. I don't want to know. I don't. I don't. I don't. It's a different way of saying, how are you doing? All right. Uh, next. <laughs> really How's your heart? Well, it's beating. How's yours? Yikes. Mine is beating. Doing fine. Disneyland tickets. They have a special Disney 100 churro. I don't know if you've seen this or not. It's rolled in cherry sugar. I Googled it. <laughs> Drizzled with white icing and topped with purple and silver pearls. Come on. Ooh, you did your research. I'm looking at it because <laughs> I'm kind of getting into this 100 years thing. All right, guys, I'm going to need some help on this one. Sarah is calling at 1-800-520-1027. Hey, what in your phone is this neat? What is Michael under in the contacts? Babe with a heart. Tanya, in your phone, what is Robbie under in the contacts? My heart. Like with the heart emoji, my love. Just says my, M-Y heart? M-Y and then a heart, yeah. Like the emoji. The emoji. Tubbs, what is my name in your contacts? <laughs> Rodney. Rodney Sea Turtle. <laughs> Rodney Sea Turtle. Rodney it's C under Rodney Sea Turtle? Yeah. Is that my adult <laughs> film name? Or what is that? <laughs> I, I find love, that to be weird. I just love, an alias. I love that name. Just an alias. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I don't want someone to, if I ever lost my phone and then- Well, they... you th I think they're going to connect Rodney Sea Turtle to me. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> no. no way. I mean, you're Pixar Ryan Seacrest in my phone. phone. Maybe I should change your name in my phone, actually. Oh, so I want to see what Rodney Sea Turtle looks like. <laughs> and his voice and everything. Uh, anyway. Reason I bring this up, Sarah. Sorry, I got sidetracked by that. <laughs> so you don't like your the name that your boyfriend has put into his contacts for you, Sarah? Is that right? Exactly. Like I love what y'all do, right? And like for me, um, my name's Sarah, right? So in his net, in his phone, my contacts is Sarah, and then in parentheses, it's Hinge because that's where we met. So like oh. my name, yeah, and it's like literally the yeah. So it's messed up, right? Like, that's but my thing. I, I have to defend him for a second. I have had contacts in my phone and Tanya as well, where we met people when we were single and we're like, you know, blank name. Vegas guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, <laughs> wouldn't say that. Or like at McKinney Bar. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And then when you meet somebody and you do first put their name in your phone, sometimes you put a tagline like that and you just don't go back to fixing it. So maybe that's how he met you. He just needs to update it, right? So I don't think he's trying to like offend you. Well, how long have you guys been together? We've been together for over a year now. We just had our anniversary. Oh, <laughs> it's time so to update good. it. But I had, I have to tell you, I had the name Principesa in mine and it was very close to her mother's name and I ended up accidentally texting her mother all the time. Stuff I was trying to text her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Any photos? 
No, I don't. No, I didn't text photos, but I was like dangerous sometimes. Where he'd be like, you know, I try and be romantic. I'll say he sent it to her mom. She'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, ha ha, wrong number. So maybe he needs to up. I updated it, so it's all now easy to identify. But maybe he should just update it. Like I think that's cool. I don't think he's trying to like, you know, turn you. That's such a good point. Thank you. Because like I've tried to talk to him about it. He's sort of like, yeah, but you know, at this point, it's funny. Like it's just been that way in my phone. And I'm like, yeah, but like your name has emojis next to it and your contact. So yeah, just haven't put, right. haven't put new new Sarah. Yeah, or you just go in there and change it yourself. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Thank that's you. A little invasive. What they've been together for over a year. What's what's his name in your phone? Uh, Ryan with funnily enough, not no like connection, but like. With a whole bunch of hearts next to it, and like he he really likes like horses. It was like a horse and stuff. So yeah, uh, I like horses too. How do you know it's not me calling? Wow, <laughs> that's a very good. Wow. Well, then change her name in your phone, Ryan. She's trying to tell you something. Wait, who? What? <laughs> change? What? Oh, me? Never mind. What? I'm very confused. Everything's fine in my phone. Um, Sarah, thank you for calling, and I love him for you. All right, take care. But it, it's true. When you first meet somebody, you put like something in there to remind you how you met. And then if you don't go back and fix it, it's very funny years later. Like Derek Koff is still dancing with the stars winner in my phone. <laughs> I think that's fine. Yeah. I don't have his name at all. It just says DWTS winner. Yeah. You were Sisney Kiss FM for a while. Still checks out. <laughs> how many Sisneys? Yeah, like, you and the confused? fact that you had to put Kiss like, FM next Sisney to my Kiss name. Sisney Kiss FM, because oh, there's a few of them on that. <laughs> I put everybody from Kiss FM with Kiss FM on the side of it. Interesting. But I think, you know, like, um, yeah, when you have JoJo on the radio, it's pretty obvious. And Sisney, pretty obvious. No, I think I had JoJo Kiss FM, too. You know, you know Sisney from Wells Fargo, the one that always helps me right. out when I bank? Mm-hmm. Well, it was actually Sis. Which is even more confusing than Sisney. Yeah. <laughs> I might think it could be my sister Meredith. You don't know. <laughs> I think free food. Like, what do you want to win? Money to pay your bills and free food. It's pretty, like, universal. Nothing you, what do you think? Right? Yeah. Yep. So I have the, the free money for your bills in just a second. And right now I'm going to walk you into some free food from Postmates. But I thought it's always fun to highlight something specific. Because you could use the place that I highlight on Postmates. Or you could get something else. But I just love some of our local places here. And we sent Ruby out to pursue all of these... Postmate options. And all right, so Ruby, this Dialogue Cafe we're talking about today? Yeah, so it's uh, on Holloway, just off Sunset Strip in WeHo. Um, It's a family-owned cafe, super cute. They have really great coffee, Um, third-wave coffee, which maybe uh, Tade can break down what that means for us. Um, But yeah, it's owned by, you know, family-owned. They have great food, farm-to-table dishes, um, smoked salmon, brisket, verde, breakfast burrito, um, and also a honey oat cappuccino that's really delicious. His name is Tade. Is Tade one of the family founders? Yes, he is the owner. Okay, Tade. Let me bring Tade now in from Dialogue Cafe in West Hollywood. Tade, thanks for coming on. How are you? Hey, how you doing, Ryan? Doing well, bro. Doing so great, great. I want to learn about... I'm a massive... One of the things that struck me about this is your third wave coffee. I'm a massive coffee advocate and enthusiast, okay? So what is third wave coffee? Uh, so third wave, uh, we definitely, when we are roasting uh, the beans uh, for the cafe, we emphasize the region that they're actually coming from. So they're all roasted uh, independently. 
And, you know, specifically for the cafe, we do uh, a blend of uh, multiple regions uh, to bring a lot more complexity to our espresso. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, enhances the flavor and it really gives you, you know, um, a drink that's the most important part of your day, right? Where, where are the beans coming from? So right now, uh, Sumatra, we have a, a Sumatra, Brazil, and an Ethiopian uh, that we put in our espresso blend. Wow. Today's on with this here. We're talking about some free Postmates we've got to give away here in a second. But if you're in West Hollywood or that area, you're working there, you're living there, Dialogue Cafe, uh, it's become a spot, man. It's, what is the signature there? What do people love to come and order at Dialogue Cafe, Tade? It's evolved over time, but we definitely are known for our breakfast burritos. Um, we have a couple of different ones, but it, you know, it was an evolution of time. Um, we source really good ingredients. I was a big coffee person. Um, and then we started um, expanding our menu, and we really focused on quality. Um, so we bring some really amazing eggs. Uh, we make our hash browns in, in-house. Um, you know, right now we have the, the Dialogue Breakfast Burrito that has kielbasa sausage, house-made ketchup, and we, cheese, and we grill it all up together. Um, and we even have a, a, a secret menu one that we just added on um, called the Kyle Breakfast Burrito. Uh, that's definitely um, doing really well. And that one Who's has bacon, Kyle? avocado, and chives. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. That's <laughs> How do you get so, a burrito? Uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle was actually a neighboring business. Uh, he was one of the original uh, testers for the Tinder app. <laughs> no. And he deserves a breakfast burrito in his name. I mean, yeah. isn't that what you I, want after wait, a that, night out? I, I want to be like, that's a great gig. I'm one of the testers for Tinder. What do you got? I'm a hinge tester. I, I, I swear, he had an amazing, it was such a, and he was such a great person. I think he, he fit the role really well, but he's, uh, he came in and he goes, Todd, you know, I created this. He's like, he had these substitutions on it. And he goes, Hey, um, you know, what is it going to take to get my name on the, on the menu? And this was right at the beginning when I first started doing the breakfast program. And I said, Kyle, if you order 500 breakfast burritos, Kyle style, I will add it to uh, we'll add it to the menu. And uh, he got up to about 300 or so, and then he he threw a Tinder party, uh, and and ordered the remaining in catering. I thought, man, this this, this guy has earned his stripes at dialogue. So. Is he single? He is single. (laughs) Story has no payoff. Uh, Tade, thank you so much for coming on. It's on Holloway just off Sunset Strip there in WeHo. If you want to go, use your Postmates uh, gift card. I'm going to give you a check out, Tade, and get that uh, third wave coffee. 1-800-520-1027 at Kiss FM. A guy was born on Christmas Eve as well? Yep. He's a Capricorn. Capricorn. I felt something. Yep. And you can actually order from Dialogue Cafe on Postmates right now. Hey, if you're still listening, Tade, what would it take for me to get a burrito on the menu? Oh. What would you put in that burrito? Would it be all healthy? There'd be be no tortilla. Yeah. Egg whites. (laughs) Then it's not a burrito. Exactly. That's why it's on a secret menu. Mm. Secret menu. Egg whites. Um, heading out, it's a flat frittata. Inside out, inside out breakfast burrito. Right. Yeah, exactly. Olive oil. Deconstructed breakfast burrito. Deconstructed. So cool. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, guys, that's it. Kiss FM for us. Sisney, you're going to take it to 11. I sure am. I don't know why I check with you every day, because you do it every day. I have Legoland tickets, too. 
Really? I sure do. Would Flora Marie like those? My little niece? She would. You can't win them. I know you can't win them. You should I'm just gonna take buy them. Relax. Yeah, buy them. Legoland, we're coming in. All right, have a great day, guys. We'll talk to you in the morning. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.